This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I'm your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Andy Pate with me today. Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer. And Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man, with us today as well. Jordan, how are you, sir? Great to be with you, and happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too. We appreciate you joining us. Lots going on right now. Where do you want to start? Well, uh, the big news this morning was that the inflation rate came in lower than expected. Uh, 7.1% annual rate. It had been 7.7. Earlier, I think in June, it peaked at 9.1. So the rate of inflation is coming down. We still have inflation, but it's coming down. And that led to a big stock market rally at first, and it kind of faded towards the end of the day. Uh, But the feeling is that maybe what the Federal Reserve has been doing is uh, as painful as it is, is starting to work to some extent here. Jordan, why is that such a surprise? I mean, we, we, I think we all knew inflation was going to come down if you crash the economy to this extent by raising interest rates that fast over the course of a year. I mean, we all Take thought a long time. I mean, there was we a all reason thought it was going to come down. I mean, uh, but yeah. look what you're having to do to do it. Well, I mean, there are reasons inflation went up so fast, and some of it related to the pandemic and shutting down demand, and then demand came back and supply couldn't keep up, so prices went up. The money that was printed by the Fed Reserve for the last few years was clearly inflationary mm-hmm. as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So those things have been reversed. I mean, uh, now demand is coming down and supply is catching up so that there's uh, not as much shortages of things as there were before. And the Fed Reserve, instead of pouring money into the economy, is taking money away from the economy, both in raising interest rates and reducing... Remember, it used to buy $80 billion worth of bonds a month, and now they're selling them. They're putting money back into the economy. I mean, you know putting treasuries back instead of buying them away. So they're, it's painful, but they're reversing what made the inflation happen in the first place. The supply chain also was very disruptive, and that's getting better. It's not all the way back, but it's getting better from what it was before. Where they're just huge backups. Well, they're crushing demand. They're trying to crush demand, and it's working. Yeah. I mean, the housing market is a good example. I right. mean, the housing market went from super hot to super cold, which is where it is right now. And so that's the way it is. It, it's, um, uh, you know, they, they want this to be. They want to have high interest rates and therefore uh, make people not be able to afford homes. Um, rents are still going up, although in the inflation report today, even rents, the rate of increase is slower. Some things are actually going down, like apparel. Uh, stores are overburdened with too right. much inventory. Right. Um, used cars went down. Uh, medical costs went down a little bit. Uh, airline fares went down a little bit. Not just slower increase, but actually went down. 
Um, so yes, I mean, this is what the Federal Reserve has been wanting, and that's why the stock market did so well, because they feel that the Federal Reserve is maybe towards the end of its cycle. Now tomorrow, I mean, they met today, but they have their announcement tomorrow. Mm -hmm. They're clearly going to raise rates another 50 basis points. Uh, they've had four straight increases of 75 basis points. This will be another 50 on top of that. But the market is hopeful that maybe the next one will be 25 and maybe maybe we won't have any more. Maybe we'll get up to 5% and then they'll just leave it there and then uh, you know we won't crush the economy completely. That's the hope. That's why the stock market is so sensitive to any signs that inflation is slowing down because it means there's less pressure on the Fed to keep pushing up. Jordan, prediction time here. I know a lot of people are going to be planning their trips for the summer over the next couple months. Airline tickets, you say, are down. Do you think right. they're going to continue going down? Do you think now's the time to buy, or do you think wait a couple months? I think they could go down further. Um, Agreed. You know, there's p parts of the economy that are still doing very well. Uh, the higher-income people are still doing very well. The, it's the middle- and lower-income people that are having to cut back because uh, their incomes are not keeping up with the higher prices out there. And you're seeing it. I mean, they're taking on a lot of credit card debt. Mm -hmm. uh, credit card debt's up about 20% over the same level a year ago because people are making up in, in credit card debt with what they're not getting in income to right. keep their basic expenses going. But travel is, I would call, a more of a... That's a luxury um, item. Luxury item. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, unless you're having to go see somebody that's ill or sick or... Something yeah. along those lines, Jordan. You know, just taking the trip to Disney World to go. It's, it's those are things that'll get cut back. Right. It's discretionary. So, but so far, travel's been pretty strong. Not completely strong. I mean, for example, today, JetBlue uh, said that its um, bookings looking forward were weaker than expected. Yeah, and, and keep in mind too, and you know this, but for those listening, maybe they don't. You know, airline bookings, as you know, they can be up to a year in advance. So a lot of even what's been going on right now and what's happened over the past couple of months with holidays, some of those tickets could have been booked back in July. Right. It, it, there's a definite lag to it. But on the other hand, a lot of people do shorter-term bookings, so they have a pretty good sense of, of demand. Some are booking in advance, but there's a lot of, you know, whatever, last week or two before a flight. Mm -hmm. um, so they're... United and JetBlue said that their bookings were a little bit weaker than they'd expected uh, recently. So there's definitely some signs. Um, as I said, it's discretionary. So if people don't feel they have the income, uh, right. they're choosing not to go. Or they right. may, may, or may be drive. driving. Right. They may be driving they'll, instead of... They'll do other things gas instead. prices are down, too. I mean, gas prices are definitely down. We're down, I think, nationally, it's about $3.30 a gallon. Some places, it's below $3 a gallon mm -hmm. now. Uh, remember in June, it was $5 a gallon. Mm -hmm. and so, I mean, that's come down dramatically. And oil is at like $72 a barrel. It wasn't that long ago. It was in the 90s. So right. oil's come down. That's because of the market's perception that demand is coming down. And, and to Andy's point a moment ago, it is. It is. This is what the, it's not only the Federal Reserve, Andy. This is the European Central Bank. Of this course, is the uh, Bank of it's England, this is the Bank right. of Japan, this right. is the Bank of China. This is, uh, all the central banks are doing the same thing. Correct. Uh, basically, to make up for the uh, excess easing they had in dealing with the pandemic, and now we're going the other direction. Yep. And and to your point, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later too. For some of you listening, where you may be somebody that's affected by those, you know, credit cards and having higher balances and so on. We've got some answers for you a little bit sure. later. We'll talk about some of that as well because that's a big deal for folks. It is. Uh, credit card balances are going up, and the average interest rate is now over 19% on credit wow. cards. And, and you're still getting 
I think the average is 0.4 in their savings accounts. Right, <laughs> right. So the banks are doing well, if that makes you feel better, but uh, most average people are not doing so well paying such ridiculously high rates on credit cards. Speaking of, and we'll take a break in a moment, uh, Jordan, but speaking of, there were some naysayers, oh, I don't know, I've been watching some of these knuckleheads for the past few months here, talking about how you know there's going to be a lot of banks crashing here after the first of the year, just like we saw back in 08. I personally don't see that happening because of what you just said a moment ago. The banks are healthy. That's the opposite right. of what some of these guys are saying. Well, I mean, what brought the banks down in 2008 were all the mortgage defaults. Correct. And that's because they were far too lenient in getting mortgages. Yeah, fog a mirror, here's a house. Yeah. It was, you know, the home ownership rate got up to about 70% by about 2007, something like that, the all-time peak. Well, that's nice, except a lot of those people can't afford the house. They should not have been in those houses. Correct. Now we're about 60% home ownership rate, which is probably more normal. So you didn't have that buildup of excess speculation is really what it mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm. that you're going to make a ton of money flipping your house and all that. that that's gone. So you don't have the bad loans out there, which is what sank, sunk the banking system at that time. You just don't have that now. The banks are very conservative. Um, and what's been interesting is we had this major collapse in the last month of FTX, yes. the, uh, one of the yes. big exchanges. People say, oh, my God, that's going to spread to the entire financial system. And it's going to be a – it didn't turn out to be that way. No. It was very bad. The people who had money in there really got hurt badly. Billions mm-hmm. of dollars were lost, but it did not spread to the rest of the financial system. I never um, thought it would. Why did they think it would? Well, I mean, banks are involved in cryptocurrencies. Yeah, I know. Cryptocurrencies have gone down a lot. I know. But the, but the, average, but the average, average Joe American is not. That's where I came from. Yeah, well, A lot of people are. Not Joe average, but a lot of people are. I mean, it hurt a lot of people. Um, and you, know, you know the ones it, I think it hurt? The dumb ones, Jordan. Sorry, I've never been a crypto guy yet. You know that from talking to me all yep. these years, and I have never been a believer in it. And I have my, my own feeling is if you got hurt by crypto, that's on you. Well, it is. It's clearly a risk asset, but it, there's a momentum to it up and down. I mean, a year ago, crypto was like or Bitcoin was about sixty-five thousand. Mm-hmm. Now it's about seventeen thousand. Mm-hmm. It got as low as fourteen thousand recently. Right. So it's taken a major hit. It's come back. There are still a lot of true believers out there. But what happened? I don't know what they're believing in. That's my that's my issue, Jordan. What's because because really ultimately, what's backing it? Nothing. Air. It is backed by air. That is correct. But you could say that the U.S. dollar is not backed nah. by gold either. Yeah, you, you, you got, you got an entire economy full of infrastructure and so on backing the U.S. dollar. That's a little different than Bitcoin. It's the full faith and credit of the U.S. government, which some people think is not worth all that much. Still the best. And, and by the way, I'm not. I'm. I'm kind of with those folks, and I get that. <laughs> but we're still the best deal on the planet. I agree, and that's why the dollar is the world reserve currency. Although some of the countries are trying to do different things, Russia and China. Yeah, good luck on that. Even India, they're they're creating their own system, and they're buying and selling gold and yeah. uh, oil in, in non-dollar transactions. Yeah, what, so, about, what about China pushing for the yuan to be... Is it the yuan or the yen? The yen. I the, always the, called it the yen, but I heard the people yu, calling yu, it... Yuan, the, the yuan. The yuan. I've heard whatever. them calling it the yuan, yuan. I always Y-U-A-N. called it the yen. Y-U-A-N, and it's also right. called the remnabi. It's called the yuan or the remnabi. That's okay. the Chinese currency. Well, yes. anyway, they were pushing to have oil traded in that with the Middle East just right. recently again. Where right. do you think that's going to go? Didn't fly. Well, a little bit. I mean, they, uh, uh, Chairman Xi went to meet MBS uh, in uh, Saudi Arabia, 
And they had all kinds of agreements coming out of that, including trading oil in, in that. So there's definitely a movement in that direction away from the U.S. dollar. The dollar has been until, very Until strong. China quits playing around with their currency and making it funny money, I don't see that happening. I'm sorry. Well, they do control their currency less than they used to. They used to have very strict limits. Now it's, it, there's a band in which it trades. But, yes, they keep it artificially low uh, to make their exports more affordable. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and that is manipulation. I, I agree Great. with you completely. All right, we'll come back. Questions for Jordan. Feel free to call. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Extreme Auto Repair is next. Anything you need for your vehicle, they've got you covered. Really, literally, bumper to bumper, including tires, 303-841-1071. Don't wait to take your car in until you're broken down in a storm, wishing you had done the maintenance. Bring your car into Extreme Auto Repair for maintenance now. Snow could come at any time, and you don't want to be caught off guard in poor conditions, not knowing the condition of your vehicle. Make sure those crucial components of your car, including your tires, battery, headlights, and heater, are going to last you through the winter. As the weather starts changing, fluctuating temperatures affect your car beyond what you see on the surface. So addressing the issues now is critical. Extreme Auto will help you winterize your vehicle, explaining why they recommend certain services to better prepare you for the cold months. Colorado winters are unpredictable. So give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a maintenance appointment. 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com slash extreme. All right, a reverse mortgage might actually fit into some of what we're talking about as well, which we'll get into with Jordan a little later also, because that may be a good fit for some of you. If you want you want to add uh, questions on that and get them answered here locally, Bruce Simmons, he is our reverse mortgage professor, 303-467-7821. Getting a reverse mortgage isn't being desperate. You're just managing your money differently than everyone else. With 20 years of reverse mortgage experience under his belt, Bruce Simmons has heard all of the common misconceptions surrounding reverse mortgages, and he's here to debunk them for you so you know that choosing a reverse mortgage can be the right choice for you. You don't need to be struggling to get a reverse mortgage. In fact, you can tap into your home's equity to improve your cash flow. As the only certified reverse mortgage professional in Colorado, Bruce Simmons continues his education every year and has taken three years of ethics classes so that he can educate you on the facts. Many people have an anecdote explaining why reverse mortgages are bad, but that's just not true. And working with Bruce Simmons proves that. Uncover the truth with Bruce Simmons of American Liberty Mortgage now at klzradio.com reverse. And MLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. All right, Denver IT Security is next. Make sure that your entire business network is secure and your people act secure as well. And Denver IT Security can handle all of that for you. 720-593-6688. You can put any number of locks on your front door, but someone can still walk in through the back door. The network security of your business is no different. Your small business can stay nimble and protected with full-time monitoring from Denver IT Security. There are so many ways or attack vectors that hackers use to get into your network, your email, the internet, websites, software, etc. There's no catch-all product that protects you from every type of attack. 
But service with Denver IT Security gives you around-the-clock protection. Not properly protecting yourself makes you an even bigger target, and you don't have the resources to monitor that on top of everything else you have to worry about as a small business owner. Let Denver IT Security handle the ins and outs of guarding your network so you can get back to running your business. Lock the back door, too. Set up your security consultation now at 720-593-6688. That's 720-593-6688. Or send an inquiry to klzradio.com slash security. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Teresa at the Campion Church said, I have worked with this company for nine years. They are some of the best people to work with. When I call for service on our copier, they are always looking to get there as soon as they can. One time I had a deadline and my copier was down. I called them up to see if I could use a copier in their office and they said, come right on over. Duke has personally come and delivered a copier for our use for a few weeks to make high-speed copies. I have enjoyed working with BES and would definitely recommend them. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Myself, Andy Pate, Bob from Thornton joining us now. We're on with Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man. So, Bob, go ahead, sir. Hi, John. Uh, I, we, we spoke briefly about the uh, what uh, Uber, I don't know about Lyft, I've never driven for Lyft. Uber is doing, but I understand Lyft is doing the same thing. Uber, about three months ago, and they're rolling this out city by city, it's called Upfront Fares. Okay. And what they do is, uh, you used to take a fare and you were paid by minutes and miles. Uh, now they have these upfront fares. And it'll show you how far away the uh, pickup place is, minutes and miles, and how long they expect the drive to be, minutes and miles. If you get st- uh, stuck in heavy traffic, that's on you. You used to get minutes and miles for a long pickup or anything mm-hmm. like that. They've also, they used to have a, uh, quests for 30, 40, 50, 60, and 70 rides per uh, four- or three-day period. Those are diminished to almost nothing. The surges are almost gone unless there's a heavy snowstorm or something like that, and then they're really light. And tips have dried up to almost nothing. Hmm. So I've been doing this for six years, Gordon. And um, for the first three years up till the year 2020, which was a throwaway year, um, I would gross, um, and I didn't do it full-time, but pretty close to full-time, I would gross between 1200 and 1400 in a in a week's time. I'd probably put in maybe 40 hours doing that. Now, right. if I put in 50 hours, I'm lucky all in 700, which wow. to me doesn't mean it, – it makes no sense for me to get the car out of the garage. Right. My acceptance rate for rides, I look at them and I go, I'm not taking that, I'm not taking that, I'm not taking that. I'll take short rides if they're less than two or three miles round trip, and you get $5.30. But um, I only do it now for the tax advantages of depreciation, home office, garage space, all my communications, my car repairs, depreciate my car, all that other stuff. And I'll continue to do that. And Uncle Sam will be paying me a bunch of money for just all that depreciation and tax advantage. But I don't know why anybody would look at that. They're making not, not less than minimum wage all in. If you take all these rides that they, they give you, you may be making net 
six bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, there's you... too, too many drivers. I mean, that's what happened is, is uh, when the economy Bob. weakens, uh, people are looking for gigs. Mm-hmm. And so you've had more drivers right. uh, join and fewer riders. This is a, a deflationary trend. So that's where, you, you know, three years ago, there were fewer drivers and more, more riders. And now it's going the other direction. So I, I think that's happening around the country. It's, it's just another sign when the economy slows, it has all kinds of impact. Fewer riders, more drivers. Correct. And and I don't know, Jordan, I don't have the stats on this to know what people using Uber is like, whether that's gone down, but I'm assuming even the ridership has to be down as well. It is. It is. People are going fewer places. I mean, yeah. during the pandemic, nobody was going anywhere. So right, the right. ridership was down. But no, I think, I mean, a lot of people have been buying cars, used cars, new cars. Car sales have been pretty strong, so people need fewer Ubers. So, yeah, I think, uh, and that's going to impact the drivers and, and right at a certain point it just doesn't make economic sense no, agree to spend your time doing it really yeah. quick going back to uh sam bankman freed and yeah. his arrest where, where do you see that headed i mean we already know that he you know convoluted the money he mixed money where he shouldn't have in fact there's figures out there that he gave uh in some cases there's some estimates a billion dollars to the democrat national uh you know uh, committee i mean and even individual uh, Democrats themselves. I personally, Jordan, because of all of what I just said, I don't see this thing going anywhere. Well, he was apparently the second biggest uh, contributor to the Democratic Party um, uh, after our, our famous Hungarian guy, right. Mr. Soros. Mr. Soros. So uh, he was trying to buy political influence, and to a certain extent, it worked. Yeah, I mean, he did. He was, you know, he was like the guru of, of crypto. And it just turns out he was doing all kinds of. Now, he says. That he doesn't know anything was going wrong. That he did not know he's a liar. was being taken out of his <laughs> he's a liar uh, customer accounts for his own media yeah. research and yeah. yes, I mean yeah. that's why they picked him up yesterday. Yeah, he's now. a liar. Sorry, you 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 wouldn't be picked up by the feds if you weren't lying. The unfortunate part about the timing, although it was on on purpose, is he was supposed to schedule. He was scheduled to testify to Congress today, and we missed out on that. Wasn't that terrible? Yeah, it's awful. Maxine Waters was going to show her knowledge of, of cryptocurrency. I'd like to have seen that, actually. So we missed that. That would, that would actually have been pretty good to watch, at, actually. But they did that on purpose. They went and picked him up. Actually, he was arrested by the Bahamian uh, which, which, by the way, Jordan, that one I'm a little bit shocked at, to be honest with you. That's <laughs> the only thing shocking out of all of this is that, is that the Bahamas actually you know, went and got him and are going to turn him over to us. That one shocked yes. me. Yes. He's going to be extradited. That's right. Um, so... Yeah, he'd been doing media interviews and kind of out there saying, you know, I didn't do anything wrong, and it was all these other people that did it. Uh, and he was about to testify today to Congress about the whole thing. They were just going to grill him, but we missed that particular opportunity. So we, we that's one Christmas present we didn't get this year. I said this the other day on air, and I mean it sincerely. If uh, Bernie Madoff were still alive, we'd owe him an apology over this deal. <laughs> I don't think we ever owe Bernie Madoff an apology. Yeah, given what we allowed this guy to do and the political influence he had, oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Well, Bernie Madoff had a lot of political influence, Not like too. this. Not a billion dollars worth he didn't. Well, remember, he had $50 billion is the amount that he stole, basically, through yeah, his Yeah, but you, you couldn't, unless I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, not a billion of it went to politicians. Not a billion. No, he was not a big political swinger. Correct. Sam Bankman-Fried was. He did have some influence, but he was not... He didn't need to have political influence. In this case, Sam Bankman-Fried wanted to change 
right. laws right. In, in favor of FTX, in favor of uh, the crypto world. So he, he had a reason to So to in, li- in light of that, do you see anything that will come out of this that will put the brakes on that moving forward? Yes. Yes, the SEC is getting very tough on all of the exchanges, Coinbase and Binance. They're all shaking on their boots because he did all kinds of things which are illegal, and they haven't really been uh, cracking down on them. Now they're going to. They, SEC does not like to look foolish. Okay? And they did in this case, as they you know. They did in this case, and they did in Bernie Madoff. They did in Bernie's case, that's right. Right? I mean, for right. years. Right. They were doing, if you remember seeing the movies about Bernie Madoff. Yes. They did these special audits where they had this whole mm-hmm. team of auditors go into his... On their own floor. On their own floor, yeah. And he just kept giving them all kinds of phony records. And they, they swallowed it. They were looking for the wrong thing with Bernie Madoff. They were mm-hmm. looking for so-called front-running, mm-hmm. meaning you know your trading firm is about to buy a lot of stock and you buy the stock before it pushing up. That, that's what they were looking for. They didn't realize the entire thing was, was fake. A, a, a fake... There, there were no trades. Right. All the documents they were showing of all these trades never existed. And wow. later, later, <laughs> they said, oh, the volume in those trades wasn't even close to the billions of dollars that Bernie Madoff was supposedly trading. Mm. So the SEC looked really bad, and then they came after everybody afterwards. You, you don't want the SEC mad at you, and so that's what happened in that case. And that's what's going to happen here again, I'm afraid. Yes. And it's not only the SEC, the CFTC, and I can guarantee you one thing right now, John— Lawyers are going to get very rich on this one. Yes. Great point. <laughs> Great point. All right. Good good uh, place to take a little break. Anything else for Jordan, give us a call. You can text me as well. The text line 307-282-22. We'll talk about oil as soon as we come back. Absolute electrical heating and air. Right now, they have got a $29 furnace special this week only. 29 bucks. Give them a call. 720-526-0231. Replacing your furnace can be stressful for your whole family. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will alleviate the stress of replacing your furnace with service that puts your family first. Absolute offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee because they value honesty, earning your family's trust with honest work. Their technicians prioritize your family with integrity by never upselling you on something you don't need during your replacement. They offer flexible financing, so you don't have to make sacrifices to make sure your family's needs are provided for. Their team goes above and beyond to get the replacement done in one day whenever possible, so you can get back to spending quality time together. Get your family-friendly estimate for replacing your home comfort system now with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air by visiting klzradio.com absolute or call 720-526-0231 to schedule today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, find out if solar is a good fit for you and your home. Give Alan Davis a call today, 303-378-7537. Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners is always surprised at how many people won't even talk to him because of old, outdated perceptions about solar. He knows that now solar is a low-risk investment, one that will give you your money back for years to come. You don't have to pay anything up front when you work with Alan because of the zero-down financing. And once it's installed, the cost for solar energy is usually less than your current monthly power bill, Doing what you've always done with your electricity bill just because it's easy will trap you in a money pit. The power companies increase rates as often as they can with approval from the Public Utilities Commission. 
Reap the benefits of a financially secure energy future for your home with Alan Davis of Solar Energy Partners. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to set up a consultation appointment. 303-378-7537. 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com sun. Veteran Windows and Doors is next, and uh, Dave wants to help you make sure that you've got a comfortable home to live in and save money on your energy bill at the same time. Find out what he can do for you, 303-529-0720. Replace your windows this season without making sacrifices to your comfort. Relax, knowing that even when your installation is scheduled during the winter, Veteran Windows and Doors won't interrupt the functionality of your home. By installing one window at a time, they can contain temperature changes to one area of your home during the install by sealing off areas of the house where possible. Veteran Windows and Doors prioritize your standard of living now and in the future, too. Every job is fully weatherproofed and flashed by your technician, going beyond what building codes require, so you never need to worry about the integrity of the insulation after the job is done. Replace your windows or doors this winter with Veteran Windows and Doors and ensure your comfort during the install and in the future, too. Call 303-529-0270 now. That's 303-529-0720. Or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com windows to make an appointment. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Myself, Andy Pate, and, of course, Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man. Jordan, where do you see oil? We talked about it a little bit briefly, you know, when we opened up and started talking. But, you know, oil right now is in the mid-70s or so. Where do you see it headed in 2023? Uh, Lower. Uh, I mean, certainly, if the Federal Reserve and all these other central banks keep raising rates, as it looks like they're going to, that's going to slow demand. Um, We've got some very strange things going on in the oil market. We've got an embargo on Russian oil. And they put a price cap of $60 on it, and Russia's doing everything it can to evade that cap by selling oil to China and India, and they then, then turn around and resell it to, Euro- to, to Europe at a higher price. It's very strange what's going on there. Uh, but OPEC has been cutting production. The U.S. is producing less uh, for various environmental and political reasons. Um, and so the whole thing's coming down a little bit. Uh, and I, it's good for consumers to have gas at $3 a gallon instead of $5 a gallon. So, so that's a, a relative bright spot. And that, of course, is a major influence in inflation. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons inflation has been the rate of increase has been coming down because right. uh, oil prices have been coming down. When demand comes back, though, and those prices come up, unless we're prepared for that and we have an influx of supply, we're going to be right back where we started from. And we are not doing that. No, nope, uh, we, we are not, not. investing. And the world is not investing in oil production in many cases. Um, and so we are very vulnerable to a snapback in demand making prices go up. And we saw a year ago oil got up to, what, $120 a barrel, something Correct. like that? Right. Correct. And now it's 70-something. Uh, that's because you know, it was a very hot economy at that time. And the housing market was booming. And <coughs> every, you know, the recovery from the pandemic meant a huge demand. So, yes, we're very vulnerable to a big snapback uh, because we're not producing enough oil. Well, there was a huge demand, but we had also <laughs> cut, especially with futures, our supply. So it was, it was both. It wasn't just one. But I, I'm looking at this summer, Jordan, and I'm seeing a real potential jump in demand this summer. First of all, I think that the uh, rate increases, 
you okay? <laughs> they will They will have stopped by then. Yeah, the rate increases, the rate increases will have stopped, first of all. And secondly, of course, coming into summer, demand always rises. And I would assume it's going to rise elsewhere as well. Europe will be coming out of their winter of, I'm just going to call it, doom. energy hell. Yeah, they're doomed. Which, yeah. which they're putting themselves through because of their green policies, which are the worst thing you can ever do for any country. That's yeah. my opinion. Um, I just see that oil, I don't see 120, nothing like that, I, but I do see it jumping again. See, energy takes a long time to produce. It's a very long-term capital investment cycle. Right. Uh, I mean, like five to 10 years, you, you start now and you get production in five to 10 years. Uh, deep offshore oil off Guyana, you know, could take 10 years or more. You, you just can't snap your fingers and turn on a tap, and there it is. It just not, doesn't work that way. We've closed down a lot of wells in the last few years. Here. Correct. So uh, some of these things can be turned back on, but not that fast. I mean, for example, when oil got up even this year into the 90s, you did not see a lot of uh, wells being turned back on again. You think of places like um, uh, North Dakota, where they had this boom they just didn't come back. The, the only place that's really been adding oil production is uh, West Texas yeah. area. Um, right. But a lot of other areas are right. just not being produced these days because it's not economic. And there's a political overturn Correct. as well. Um, you know, there's no incentive Environmentally, to. it's bad. It, that's right. It's, it, it's, it's a political uh, as well as an economic incentive. I, I know a guy very well in the oil business, actually, and he bought a whole bunch of oil-producing um, uh, lands and kind of um, uh, old, old production that he wanted to bring back. He literally, he literally went to his bank, which he'd worked and worked with for like twenty years, and they said, "We are not allowed to make any loans to anybody in the oil patch. Anybody. It's a political directive from the top." <laughs> like, but I produce jobs. I produce oil. This they is a guy care. in Pennsylvania. That is absolutely insane. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's just terrible. The government should not be intruding on the free on the free market like it this. It does. Nope. I know not. it does, and it's wrong. Exactly. It, it, is, abs- yep. it is absolutely wrong. People should be allowed to decide freely by themselves what they think is best for the planet, what they think is best for themselves and their lives and their families. Yeah, correct. Why shouldn't they be able to buy, sell, and create what they believe is right. They should. Well, the, the financial system is stopping that from happening. And yep. this is a guy with a long experience. Uh, he bought, so it's not a I huge risk like, for them is what you're trying to tell me. Right. It's like 4,000 wells that he had. Uh, you know, Some of them producing, some of them had stopped. But he wanted to bring all these things back. Uh, obviously employ a lot of people doing mm-hmm. this. And they would not give him a loan under any circumstances, even though he's credit worthy. Hmm. Yep. Talk about the Microsoft Activision Blizzard yes. merger, because that one I know nothing about, so you have to inform me of that one, because I've not been following that. Talk about the government, in, government intrusion on things. So about a year ago, uh, Microsoft made a bid for Activision Blizzard, which is one of the biggest video game producers, for about $75 billion. Okay. And just last week, the Federal Trade Commission is suing to block it. Uh, they're saying it's uh, antitrust, it's monopolistic to have uh, a company that makes the machines, like the Xbox, own the uh, the games that go on. Although they already produce. I was going to say they do that anyways, don't they? They already do that. But this yeah. is Activision Blizzard yeah. major major one. So they say it would be anti-competitive. There is competition, folks. How about Nintendo? Uh, how about Sony? Right. Uh, Epic Games with Fortnite. I mean, there's tons of games out there. This is not a monopoly situation. Um, but yeah, it, I don't there's see a philosophy. That going there's a philosophy 
at the Federal Trade Commission and the uh, Justice Department, pretty much all mergers are bad. Right. Um, now, th- this is actually based, their case is based on a 1934 law called the Tides Act, which was prohibiting a liquor company from uh, owning liquor stores. Okay, this came out of after Prohibition. Um, and they're saying that that applies to Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. I don't think it's a good analogy at all. But that's the law that they're trying to base this on. So, again, just as we talked about before, the lawyers are going to get rich on the FTA, FTX bankruptcy. The lawyers are going to get rich on the Microsoft Activision Blizzard lawsuit that will go on for a long time. I think Microsoft's going to beat it. I think they're going to win and get through because I think their I case is very weak uh, to block it. I I would agree with you guys on that one. And I'm not a gamer by any stretch of the imagination. But, Jordan, I know enough about it from raising kids and so on that there's plenty of competition. That I do know. Yeah, it's a major, major industry. Major, major. I mean, there's all these people get scholarships now to go to college for esports. Correct. It's, it's, a, it's In some cases, bigger than physical sports Correct. these days. Correct. Yeah, I, so, don't, I don't see this one uh, flying. I could be wrong, but I think you're right on that one. Uh, now, if it does, what does that do for Microsoft? I assume that makes them stronger. It does. I mean, Microsoft's got a major franchise with the Xbox. They do produce games. They bought other, I think, Minecraft. You know, they bought other video game companies before. This is one of the bigger ones. Hmm. Uh, so, yes, it would strengthen them. That's been one of their big growth areas is, is video games. And being able to have the creative talent hmm. to do it and put more money behind it, I think, would make them stronger. But so is Sony. So is Nintendo. Right. You know, there are... I mean, there are basically three major players in the machines, those three, but there's lots of players in the video game publishing uh, division. Correct. So, but, you know, we were talking before, uh, Andy, about the, the government having, you know, its, <laughs> its claws on everything. This is right. another example mm-hmm. where they're trying to stop the free market from uh, moving ahead in the mm-hmm. ways that they don't think they like. See, I think, this, I think this merger, or is it a merger or acquisition? An acquisition. Okay. They would be buying uh, Activision. Okay, uh, that's what I thought. I thought that'd be more... To the point and accurate. I think it's a good thing. Good for them. Good for them. They and the, do. and yeah. the government is going to lose. I, you know, and I'm not even speaking politically here. I'm just speaking legally. This administration seems to be going for the all-time gold in losing lawsuits. So I just think this is going to be another. This is a big one. And if this, if they do lose, this might loosen things up for other mergers and acquisitions. I mean, mm, mergers and acquisitions. Um, there's good sides and bad sides. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. the companies stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in theory, they can offer consumers better products at lower prices. If it gets too monopolistic, then it's bad for consumers. I mean, it, it, you know, the robber barons uh, under Teddy Roosevelt, they, they Rockefeller and Vanderbilt, they took it too far. <laughs> you know, they monopolized the railroads and the steel companies and the oil companies. I mean, that was too much. But we've come a long way from then. And remember, we're also competing on a global scale. So our companies should be big enough to compete on a global scale. We're competing with China. Well, it's a major industry. It, it is, is but it's not, it's not something we have to have to survive. Well, it just seems to me well, that... Well, maybe you don't have teenage kids. because uh, you, I probably would disagree. You're probably correct. <laughs> it just seems to me, Jordan, that there's a real difference between... You, you talk about the robber barons. When you've cornered the market... By the way, which China has today on mining rights well, for rare, uh, rare, rare earth minerals. Rare right? earth, correct. Right. Correct. Um, but... 
when you corner the, the, the rights, corner the market on, say, the mining for steel for or, or you know drilling for oil, when you've cornered that market, that's a very different thing from intellectual property of developing games, which anybody can freely do. So when you have something like this where, okay, they've become somewhat of a monopoly, that doesn't mean somebody else can't just build a better mousetrap. And this is what they because, call barriers to entry. Barriers right. to entry. Well, and... and you know, I mean, there are barriers to entry. To, to get a video game costs millions of dollars. You know, have True. to program it. There's a lot that goes into it. Not anybody, you know, can do this in their 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 bedroom or something. But there are a lot of players that are out there that are very successful, and this is not going to eliminate them all. Right. Good point. All right. We'll come right back. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Keep this number next to your phone, especially during the holidays. Eight seven seven. We high five. Your sump pump protects your home from water damage when it's working. High Five Plumbing will ensure your sump pump does its job preventing irreversible water damage with a sump pump tune-up or replacement. Colorado weather is unpredictable, and snow can quickly melt into runoff that may find its way into your home by seeping into the foundation, causing water damage that you can't even see. Make sure your sump pump is in good working order with a repair or replacement from High Five Plumbing. Your sump pump prevents a minor plumbing issue from becoming urgent but only when it's functioning properly. Call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445 to ensure your sump pump is ready for this winter weather. Or fill out a contact form at klzradio.com plumbing. Mention KLZ when you schedule any appointment for a waived service fee and a free tub of BioClean drain cleaner. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends in a high five. Golden Eagle Financial, where you can actually ask Al specific questions that, honestly, you can't ask Jordan because Al's right in your own backyard. You can sit down, have a face-to-face meeting, which he would love to do, 303-744-1128. Planning for your retirement doesn't need to be rigid to be a solid plan. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial asks what is uniquely important to you before diving into the numbers, getting an accurate picture of how to realistically get there. Once Al understands your individual circumstances, he can figure out what needs to be adjusted, positioning you with the best trajectory to reach your goal. Golden Eagle Financial wants to get to know what you want your retirement to look like so that a plan can be created to make that happen. By incorporating a strategy that works with your lifestyle, Al can partner with you to make sure that a comfortable retirement is in your future. Schedule a conversation at his office for a fresh look at your financial future. Call 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128 now, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner. Talk to Michael today. Make sure that your estate is in order. Find him at klzradio.com. Every holiday, you go above and beyond to show your family how much you love them. As a mobile estate planner, Michael Bailey knows that planning for death can be really hard, but getting it done now is one of the best ways to show your family that you love them. When you plan your own estate, you save your family the pain of having to think about the worst-case scenario. Making the arrangements today means that no matter what happens, your family is covered and safe. Settle your estate plan with Michael Bailey now so your family will never have to face a difficult decision without you and without a plan. Don't do it as a holiday gift. And instead, get it taken care of as an extra way to show your family you care and love them. Get it done with hassle-free mobile estate planning from Michael Bailey. Set up a free zero-risk consultation with him today 
at klzradio.com slash estate or call Michael at 720-730-7274. That's 720-730-7274. You don't like the way your business has trapped you into working an overtime job every week. John Rush teaches folks in your situation to get out from under their companies using his 40 years of industry experience. Your operation isn't fully functional, at least not with the way it's been going. John Rush will help you fix that by bringing his own knowledge to the table. You're an expert in your industry, so give that job to someone else whose hourly is not as costly as yours should be. John wants you to make your operation run for you. Email John Rush now at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Jordan Goodman, of course, America's Money Answer Man. Jordan, really quick, how do folks find you? Uh, probably easy to just email me, jordan at moneyanswers.com. Okay. I, I get emails from folks all the time. Perfect. All right, so let's talk about credit card debt. Andy and I were talking about that through the break a little bit. That's a bad place to be. My heart goes out to those folks. I've you know been there many, many, many years ago You know, being self-employed. That is not a fun place to be, so how do you help them, Jordan? So you got to get better credit cards. Obviously, every time the Fed raises rates, as they're going to tomorrow, that means the rates go up on credit cards. They'll go up another 50 basis points. Tomorrow, it's going up a lot this year. Uh, here's a website that can get better deals, uh, myguidetocreditcards.com. Uh, the lowest interest cards, maybe frequent flyer miles, could be rewards points for hotels, all kinds of different things. Or you could do a 0% bounce transfer offer. Those are still out there. Okay. And if you've got decent credit, you open an account, you roll your balances from some high interest into there, and hopefully in, in a year or so, you can pay them off and save yourself a lot of money. You've got to have decent credit to do it. But that's certainly a way for people to save a lot of money on interest, which is non-deductible. And right. you're, you're paying interest on something you don't even remember what you bought right. years ago. Right. To be paying interest on a meal you had or a vacation you had months ago does not make a lot of sense. What do you see or something besides that being one of the big mistakes you just mentioned? What are other mistakes folks make along those lines when it comes to their personal finances? Well, I mean, here we are in the holiday season, and people are spending a lot of money. They, they know they don't have... Uh, when the bills come in in January. I mean, uh, Black Friday, you had all the big crowds and people buying big TVs and all kinds of things. And uh, it's easy even online. I mean, people just do a few clicks. Right. And there's there's right. very little friction. Good point. Getting into trouble. No, good point. Um, so what I always like to say at this time of year, have a budget for the total dollar amount you can afford and then allocate that to the people mm -hmm. closest to you first and then if you have money left over, you know, the, the not as essential people. What happens is you say, oh, you know, Uncle Bob would like this and so on. And then by the time you've gotten presents for all kinds of other people, you don't have anything left for your spouse or something. So start at the in circle and then kind of move your way out. And then when you hit the limit, stop. Just don't keep spending more. It's so easy. The, the stores make it so easy and the smells and the cookies mm -hmm. and the Santa. And the, you know, they, they try to distract you from your normal senses that's correct um and the same online and make it very easy just push this button and this great sale here just because it's on sale doesn't mean you can afford it right this rate sale or you know three equal payments of 29.99 and blah 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 and there you go this is down to a real science and i mean the new thing today 
is social media. Right. Because they know everything about you. That's right. They know what you're they interested are, in. They are picking at you all the time. They're watching everything you're doing. If you say, you know, sleigh ride or something, all of a sudden you're getting ads for sleigh rides. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're all over your habits. Mm-hmm. That's the way Facebook and Google um, and Twitter and all that make money is they're, they're watching your behavior. That's what they're selling. On, on social media, the product is you. Right. You You're the product. That's right. No, I, You are the product. Yeah, I think that's something that we, we should not ever forget because, yes, you're right. And you need to resist that urge that says, oh, yeah, I was just talking about that. Now I think I want one. Well, just because you talked about it doesn't mean you need one. So the product is you being sold to advertisers. Mm-hmm. And the reason they're willing to spend billions and billions of dollars on Facebook and Google and TikTok and Twitter and all these places is they know – that you've just shown interest in something mm-hmm. particular, mm-hmm. and they can serve up ads to meet your, you know, talk about impulse buying. <laughs> you just said balloons in your, mm-hmm. in your t- tweet, and all of a sudden you get balloon ads. <laughs> it's like, it's all done instantly with artificial intelligence and supercomputers. So that, that's the new thing now, is impulse buying has got way beyond putting something on the counter at a store. It has. When it comes to, and I know that this is probably a bigger topic, maybe we cover this in January once some of these bills come due and folks start looking at things, but there's a lot of folks out there that have really great rates on their mortgage and yet might have thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 worth of high-interest credit card debt. Yeah, they've got this great deal on their mortgage that they can't deduct any of the interest on any of those credit cards. At some point, do they look at a refi? Not a good idea, because what you're doing is you're converting short-term debt into long-term debt. Correct. So you're paying on your mortgage for 30 years. You really don't want to be paying your credit cards for 30 years, hopefully. But right? in some cases, if they don't pay enough, they never get them paid off anyways. It is a 30-year loan. Yeah. Well, I mean, you should be taking on credit cards for short-term situations, not long-term situations. I mean, the other thing you can do is a home equity line of credit, a HELOC, okay. which is going to be a higher rate than your primary mortgage. But, but still lower liquid. than it, credit cards, right? And, yeah. I mean, HELOCs is based on the prime rate. So HELOCs might be in the 7 to 8% range today, which is a lot better than 19% on a credit card. Mm-hmm. But it's still, you're converting. And True. I've seen this. People do that. They they pay off their credit cards with a HELOC. Now they've got the debt over there. It's a lower interest rate. And then they just spend the credit cards right up again. So now right. they have both. Right. So it takes a certain amount of discipline uh, to not get trapped into. And as we said, they make it so easy to overspend, not only online, but in the stores today. So you're correct. People do, do not have a lot of self-discipline, and they give in to temptation. Yep. And that's what they count on, by the way. And, and they're right. Because <laughs> yeah. it works. That's right. They count on that. So uh, one more time, what's the email for folks to get a hold of you, Jordan? Uh, Jordan at moneyanswers.com is the best place to get me. Jordan, as always, appreciate it. We look forward to you next month. Have a great Christmas. Very good. We had a good year together. Yes, we, we did. It's been year. a lot of fun. I've really appreciated it, Jordan. Thank you very yeah. much. And we will talk again next year. And same to you, Andy. Happy holidays to both of you. Happy holidays. Appreciate it. American National Insurance is next, folks. And one thing you need to make sure you're covered on is all of the things that you own. The last thing you want to do is be out because you didn't have something insured properly, and it happens all the time. Call my good friend Paul Lewinberger, 303-662-0789. Almost one in six drivers is uninsured in Colorado. That's not something you want to hear going into the colder months. Work with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance and get back what the accident actually cost you with the right policy accounting for the total expense. Your chances of getting into an accident increase substantially when the temperatures drop. Facing snow, ice, 
slick conditions, and a slew of uninsured drivers, you should be covered in the case that you got into a wreck right now because you never know. Paul Lewinberger makes you financially whole in the worst-case scenario with the proper coverage. Shorter days mean that you're at an increased risk for more of the day. Sufficient coverage is the bare minimum, but the right coverage should make you financially whole again. Call Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance right now at 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789 and secure yourself financially today. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Page. John, let me ask you a quick question mm-hmm. about sure. this. To what degree would you say America's failing education system has contributed to credit card debt? I understand some people get deep into it just because of hard things happening in life. I get that. I allow for that. But for it to jump this much, especially on the heels of people getting so much free COVID money, I mean, it just seems to me people are ignorant. Yeah, they're, they are. They're poorly educated. They are. they are, especially when it comes to math. Yes. Very much so. It's why we have a student debt problem in this country and the like. Man, go down the list. You know, what is that percentage, Andy? At least, and I could be low on this. I'm being probably very nice and conservative. Eight out of ten. John, it just seems to me so that— So 80% at least. I agree. It just seems to me, John, that— education, academia has had it made for several decades. They've had everybody and their Mm -hmm. mother and dad saying, you need this to succeed. And now I think the tide is turning and maybe people are saying that less and maybe people are going to want that less. Could be. And I've said for years too, Andy, I think a lot of this is done on purpose because when you don't know what a trillion dollars is, and your government just printed nine of those or six right. of those, yes. you know, and, and flood that into the, it's like nine, and they flood that into the economy, and we wonder why there's inflation. There's no wonder, because I just gave the answer, but if you come out of the system we have right now, you don't know what that answer is. You hear people talking about it, but you really don't know that effect at all. You have no idea. Yeah, it doesn't occur to you that when the government gives away trillions of dollars, that makes your dollar worth less. Correct, and they when, have no idea. It doesn't occur. No. They have no clue. But now, I think it does more. I I think it's been an education. Well, when their dollar doesn't go as far in a gallon of milk, eggs, all these different things cost more. Right. Uh, Yes, Andy, I do think in that case it does have a dire effect on them, and they they start to understand, oh, wait a minute. Uh, Oh, I guess I... I guess I can understand what John and Andy are talking about. Last question. Do you think a lot of people are looking at these economic realities and saying, why wasn't I taught any of this in school by these mm. activist teachers? That's a good question. I don't know that I have an answer to that. I don't know. Okay. You'd, have to, you'd have to wonder. I mean, it's a good question. I, I don't know, though. Good question. Why didn't you guys teach me any of this? I mean, you got to think they're, they're asking themselves that. Why didn't you? Yeah. Because I don't know. I'm, I'm ignorant when it comes to these things. I don't know. You hear people all the time talk about, oh, I'm just bad at math. Well, Why? Because yeah. you weren't taught it. That's why. Right. That's why you're bad at it, because nobody ever taught you. That's why. So, all right, two full hours coming your way, guys. Don't go anywhere. Uh, here at the top of the hour, we've got Chef Andrew Gruel. We're going to talk about lobster. And the White House has actually started a war on lobster, believe it or not. So we'll come back and talk about that. Okay. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hour two is next. Rush to Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.